You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Welcome to The Pivot Point, where we talk about all things pivot, all things business, and all things Vegas. I'm your host, Bardia. Let's get the ball rolling. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Pivot Point. Today, we are delving into the startups grown at UNLV. Today, I have a very good friend of mine, Osorodion Victory Igbinabar. He goes by Victory. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. So you've got a lot of experience with this brand new startup that you've uh, created recently. You have a lot of experience in software development, drone mapping, and architecture, and your company is sort of the amalgamation of all of those. Uh, could you briefly tell us about your career story? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I studied architecture starting from 2015. Actually started studying architecture in uh, Macau, SAR, in China. And wow. then eventually transferred as an international student to Las Vegas, to UNLV. Completed my architecture degree at UNLV, uh, undergrad, and also um, a master of architecture degree. And while going to school, I also worked with an engineering firm, local engineering firm here. Started working with a startup that did 3D visualization, software development, primarily doing 3D modeling, modeling buildings, mm-hmm. roadways, bridges, and all of that. And just sort of... You know, um, continued working through all of that path and did a bunch of engineering infrastructure projects. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, studying architecture, uh, that sort of tied into what I was working on as well. It wasn't primarily architecture, but it was still dealing with still designing relevant. the built environment. Yeah. 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 So, what is Aero AI? What do you do there? So, Aero AI is actually a drone technology and software company. So we use drone technology to provide data to our clients and we use software, um, game engine built software to turn that data into actionable insights, into information that clients such as architects, engineers, construction, real estate could use for their workflow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I've seen some um, snippets on your website, and I think in, uh, you showed me a couple of, in one time when we met that it looks kind of like a video game. It looks so cool. You're able to walk through a 3D model of a building that you're building in real life. Mm-hmm. And I just imagine how uh, efficient that's going to make things, how important that it's going to be for people to visualize it and maybe even have like a meeting virtually while you walk through the building. Yeah. Is that kind of the idea? Absolutely. I mean, it starts with the modeling process, capturing that data first, right? Mm-hmm. Um, typically, guys like me who used to do the job of girls, um, architects, engineers, they spend mm-hmm. time uh, modeling existing conditions by hand, right? Um, using CAD modeling or beam modeling software. Um, or they would get that data from other sources to understand the context of an environment before actually building on it. Yeah. Uh, but drones really expedite that process uh, in very high magnitudes, right? So you could capture very high-resolution data um, within a fraction of the time that you would typically use to manually model that data mm-hmm. and also use it to inform your design process, right, um, to make more 
designs that actually take into contest uh, the contest, right? Um, yeah. If you're building a building within a specific place, you want to know how it fits within that contest, right? And then yeah. the software, the game engine software, really just turns that into a video game, right? <laughs> um, there is already 3D visualizations that's primarily done to, to, to do 3D renderings and videos and pictures format. But we take it a step further, making it a little more interactive, a little more immersive. Yeah. Um, it's fun as a video game. Yeah. So where did this idea come from? Was it when you were in China or when you came here to UNLV? So... Um, like I said earlier, I actually started working with game engines around 2018, mm -hmm. right? So I, I kind of got exposed while working at a local startup firm um, here to seeing some of the opportunities and the potential for using game engine, like literally software that is used to build video games to showcase architecture and engineering projects. Mm -hmm. um, but that there's also a lot of tedious work that's involved with that, right? The process of creating um, the, the the environment that you need to visualize. Yeah. And so that idea really came out from me being already working in the industry, but seeing the opportunities that drones could mm -hmm. bring to sort of facilitate that process. So, you know, I thought, hey, it would be really cool um, if we could, use drones to do what I already do, spend a lot of time modeling by hand, right? So it really came the very first day I um, I modeled my house with a drone mm -hmm. with in under three wow. minutes, right? Nice. So uh, this was a drone that, you know, we had acquired at a company I was working back then and everyone was trying to do R&D with it. It was very early tech. And, you know, one of those days I was like, hey, let me try to see what this thing's really about. So able to take the drone out and capture my own house in under three minutes. And this is something I knew would take a lot of time to do by hand. And then eventually, really at that point, so several years ago, I was thinking if we could do this at scale, it would make such a huge difference. But at that time it was still very, very early. But that was when I started to really see the potential with combining drones and game engines. But it really all took off um, through the UNLV Persons Innovation Challenge uh, that happened last year. Yes, I love how it started out small. Like you had one little idea. Um, you wanted to map your house. You thought it was so cool. And you knew you could scale it. You could scale other houses, other buildings. So that was that's awesome. So tell me a bit about these drones. How do they map it? What kind of sensors or cameras do they have on them? So they are basically um, flying cameras, flying computers, um, UAVs on crewed aerial vehicles or mm -hmm. drones, right? They... They come in different shapes, sizes. Um, they You can have hobbyist drones as well as enterprise drones. But primarily, um, there's a process called photogrammetry, and I don't want to go too deep into it, but it's it's an art and a science that has been around for a very long period of time. It's taking images at a specific point and measuring the distance between that to stitch together multiple images to make a 3D model. Mm -hmm. So we would use... Um, AI-generated pathways in drones to fly around to capture thousands or sometimes hundreds of imagery that is then stitched together in the software to create a three-dimensional representation of that area. Mm -hmm. So that's just one way, um, but there are different sensors that goes on a drone. Like I said, that's just photogrammetry using cameras. You could also use LiDAR, which is just drones with sensors that pulses light and then measures the distance from that light. There is mm -hmm. also... Uh, ground penetrating radar there's drones that have um, thermal sensors on them for you to 
sort of map out the heat signature of surfaces and buildings like and, and things like solar panels. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it's it's an aircraft, yes, right? Yes. Uh, it's an aircraft that you need a license to fly, but you're not. It's not a manned aircraft or a crewed aircraft. Right. And with that aircraft, all kinds of sensors are attached to them to sort of capture data that is needed to to do certain kind of work. Right. So the drones that I flew, you know, they're toys, but they're so much fun. Mm-hmm. And you, the the fact that they're unmanned, you get to do a lot more. I think you get to add so much more to them, and you can, like you said employ a totally different type of like, you know, function to them in business and in, in applications like that. Yeah. So um, what kind of challenges did you, did you sort of run into when trying to scale this from a house to a whole building? Um, the, I guess <laughs> the challenge that every first founder faces, I've never uh, started a business before. Yeah, I, I just seen the opportunity um, <laughs> and, and, the growing market and the potential that the technology could do. But besides having an idea, bringing a product to market or bring, building a team or everything else that's associated with having a startup, um, that was very challenging at the beginning. But it was also um, a lot of opportunity to grow and learn. Um, had a lot of help from just people that I've been working with mm-hmm. in community, UNLV, uh, professors, yes. um, fellow friends. So it was quite a little challenging to sort of take that idea from just an idea into uh, a business and a product that we can then eventually build and put in a team together to build mm-hmm. that. And again, drones, I mean, they're still, I think, in the very early stage, right? And the awareness wasn't really there uh, initially. And the drone community is growing now in mm-hmm. Las Vegas. Uh, but back then, um, I I was the only person I knew that was yes. doing what I was doing, right? So had to make community building a big part of the startup wow. journey, right? So it wasn't just being a business. It's that we realized that we, if we wanted to scale, we would really have to push awareness with drones push other drone pilots to know that hey you don't you, you're able to take more than just pictures with drones you can yes. actually do more you can make point clouds in 3d models so it was kind of a little challenging at the early stage putting a lot of that it's still a little challenging right as yeah. we grow the ecosystem but um again true and then talents as well um right on the software side building the game engine talents we did have to hire some outside resources <clears throat> on a per diem basis to work with us. But um, over time, we, being a UNLV-born startup, we've been mm-hmm. fortunate to to be able to hire students from UNLV uh, to become part of our team as interns and eventually building, joining us to build that software. So it's been it's been definitely challenging. It's not the first business, but also finding the funding as well as the the team to to make that dream a reality it's drinking from a fire hose <laughs> it's <laughs> really it's really insane you but you like you like you kind of did you go in with an open mind and you start to learn mm-hmm. and you start to know what your community needs yeah. so i like that you started not only a business but you started a community yep. as well mm-hmm. and i want to get to something that you mentioned to me uh, a little while ago was the drone flying events that you have mm-hmm. here in vegas yep. tell me about those yeah, so um, a year ago, uh, my co-founder and I, Richard, we realized, hey, we really needed to make more noise about drones because yes. we're so passionate yes. about it. So we hold this, uh, we found refuge at Tech Alley. Tech Alley is a monthly technology meetup uh, in downtown Las Vegas. So we host the Las Vegas Drones Meetup Group, 
once a month at Tech Alley. And this is a group of just everyone who's interested drones, uh, FA certified drone pilots, drone technologists, students, um, computer programmers, people involved in video games, business owners, they show up and we talk about everything drones. Um, the legalities, the concerns uh, with policies, local and federal policies. We talk about technology. Mm -hmm. um, we do a lot of knowledge sharing. Just So we do that at Tech Alley once a month. And every other month, we also have these drone flyouts uh, meetups where we find a safe and convenient area around the city to go out and fly drones with other folks. And we've been doing that for about eight months now. And yeah. we've grown the community to about 60 people. Um, awesome. A given meetup would have about 20 people come out and fly their drones and share um, knowledge and, and just grow together, basically. So yeah, that's mostly the events that we have to mm -hmm. actively engage people to expose them to the technology but also to just share knowledge amongst ourselves and contacts and even businesses um, mm -hmm. and, and clients. That's one of the amazing things is you, you even see other drone pilots that do different things, working with certain people to collaborate on projects. And it's quite honestly amazing. Or you see someone who knows nothing about a drone and a couple of months later, now they're certified drone pilots. It's, it's, it's very inspiring. That's awesome. Yeah, that, I probably fall into that category. I know nothing about drones, except for the fact that Amazon wanted to implement them in some way to deliver packages. Yeah. I don't know what happened to that. Um, but I really like your idea. I really think it's, it's amazing. You can do so much with drones. I usually see them, people making videos of them on YouTube, but mm -hmm. it takes it to the next level. Yeah. You can map buildings. You can get like, you know, 3D imaging, maybe even heat imaging, mm -hmm. uh, spectrographies, things like that. So that'll be, it's, it's awesome that you're working on that. Um, let's touch on uh, something that you mentioned. So you have been given awards by Unreal Engine recently, mm -hmm. which is awesome. And you recently won third place in the President's Innovation Challenge at Blackfire. Uh, congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. Uh, what do these accomplishments mean to you for your company? Um, they mean they mean a lot. Um, yeah. For the President's Innovation Challenge, they, they meant the, the beginning of every AI, right? It meant like a, a lot, right? Yes. So it was an opportunity for me uh, to test out... Uh, and, and put this idea out there in front of a bunch of people who were judging us. Yeah. <laughs> um, and trying to see what they think. And those must people have been thought, yeah, very, very oh nerve wracking, right? You had to put team together through a speed dating yeah. and have this burden of figuring out um, ways to diversify Nevada's economy yeah. um, after COVID. So I thought, hey, if, if we could have more drone pilots, right, um, in this growing industry within the city. Um, we could do so much more, right? And we envisioned this uh, immersive 3D library that we can build through a community of drone pilots through mm -hmm. that competition. And they were like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. Um, yes. And ended up uh, becoming third from that competition and we got some funding from that. And awesome. through Blackfire, we've been building, um, had the opportunity to work with UNLV as well and empower even all the UNLV students from from some of the data that we're collecting. So that meant so much mm -hmm. um, for us to actually get, get things started. For the Unreal Engine um, mega grant, uh, <laughs> definitely means a lot because know, when right? that came in, it was a really hard time for our team to have funding to push developments forward. So the Unreal Engine is the game engine platform that we're building the simulated environment for geospatial assets, uh, Sega software, basically mm -hmm. the application that visualizes all of these drones' data mm -hmm. in an immersive way. And that 
Mega Grant is giving to certain developers that are building within the Unreal Engine ecosystem to continue to push the project further. So it came at a very good time um, for us to be able to continue to build that tool that would empower not just our clients, but even other drone pilots that join the ecosystem. So yeah. Yeah, because I, I think Blackfire likes to focus on hospitality and gaming, um, but the fact that you can focus on a bit on construction is interesting too. Mm -hmm. Did you ever feel like, you know, maybe you could build a hotel one day or help a construction company map out a hotel with your, with your software oh, or yeah. technology? I mean, absolutely. I mean, those are development projects that has an inception stage, a design stage, a construction stage, and... I guess, uh, an opening stage. And in each of those stages, um, drones can play a huge role, right? If I, if I want to take you quickly through that journey, if, you, if you're scouting out a potential site to build a casino or a resort, um, you often need to do some sort of site analysis, right? Mm -hmm. You need to know where to place the building, the position to the sun, the wind, and the contest. And drones can really provide you that aerial data, right? Imagery, videos, and even 3D models. And as you do that design, instead of designing what I call a vacuum, just an open space, you can actually mm -hmm. design in context of that site, right, in your 3D application. Because you can bring that drone data in there, uh, those resorts, right? And as you build it, yes. right, you need to show construction pro progress to your stakeholders, right? The owners, the architects, engineers, everyone needs to be on the same page. Drones can also help with that process as well, right? Documenting construction progress with aerial imagery and high-fidelity maps that really gives that holistic view to not just see things, but to document them in time. And at the end, you know, take cool pictures of the building completely. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And really look with a Vegas skyline. Some drone pictures are always good, uh, you know, taking them you know, from a good point of view. So they can help uh, with uh, resource projects and you know, anything that, can, that yeah. needs to be constructed, uh, it's it's a tool that can help. With. Yeah. So when you were um, uh, pitching to the PIC, mm -hmm. um, I imagine that you had a presentation and you were kind of grilled with the questions afterwards. Mm -hmm. How do you prepare for something like that? I mean, I imagine that when they ask you questions, you have to think on your feet. You know, what are some what's some advice you can give to new entrepreneurs in that regard? Um, I think. One should be very confident in what they know while also being very open to learn new things. And, and you know, because sometimes you could get really passionate about something. Yeah. think you've spent so much time to learn it or to figure it out. But you can realize that a question could take you back um, to make you say, hey, do you, do you really know what's going yeah, on? Yeah, or yeah. do you know about this? I think being so open-minded to learn critical information from people who are more seasoned, uh, people who probably have heard thousands of pitches, right? Yes. And they're asking questions that are very important. So, it, you know, we tried as best as we could um, to prepare. Uh, shout out to Dr. Robert Rippey <laughs> helping us um, nice. at Blackfire. Just prepare for that pitch competition. But, you know, they, they ask questions such as, you know, uh, privacy, right? Yeah. And, and airspace policies and all those things. So it was very important that we learned and we knew very clearly what the FAA yes. rules were what we would commit to as a company towards privacy um, and following the rules. But there's certain other questions too that, that they asked that, you know, sort of caught us off guard and mm -hmm. we just honestly told them uh, we're trying to figure it out. Yes, so, that's, yeah. I think that's the point sometimes you get to. Like sometimes yeah. I don't know the answer and yeah. sometimes the technology is so new that, mm -hmm. but we're the ones working on it. You, right. know, you have to have confidence in mm -hmm. that regard. So that seems really cool. Yeah. I think it's awesome. So um, would you like to play a little lightning round with me? 
Just a quick lightning round questions. Sure, let's do it. Okay, they're going to be easy. <laughs> okay, so coffee or tea? Yeah, tea. Yeah. Tea? Yep. Not, me too. Yeah. What kind? Just green tea. Green tea. I'm, yeah. I'm leaning towards jasmine tea recently. Yeah. I love jasmine tea. Nice. Um, best book you've read recently? So... There's this book I've actually been reading. It's called Nine Others. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, and I'm sorry. I can't remember the author's name because it's one of those books I just picked up. Sure. And it's, I don't normally read entrepreneurship book, but I figured I should probably start learning some things through books. Yeah, sure. Uh, and this book is about finding your, I guess, your, your, your team, right? Finding your community. Finding people within the ecosystem who are doing the exact same thing as you mm -hmm. and contributing to that group first mm -hmm. and then seeking for help mm -hmm. and how that could really help with the journey of building a startup, right? Um, not building in isolation. And I really enjoyed the book. I'm still reading it. I think awesome. it's really What, what is it called? Nine Others? The Nine Others. Yeah, awesome. Finding Your Nine Others. Yeah. yeah, finding that, like, I guess it would be really applicable to finding that first team yep the first people who share your vision yep and just general community as well you know people who may not necessarily even care sure. about your vision right oh, yeah, who, yeah who has their own visions and mm -hmm. they're trying to build it and using the exact same processes and steps and doing the exact same research mm -hmm. and learning the exact same things right you could you could learn from those people as well they don't necessarily have to be drone nerds right yeah they could just be running any other business but they they could really help with as long as you're on the same page. And uh, it's been very helpful um, reading that book, actually. Awesome. Uh, favorite piece of tech besides drones? Game engines. <laughs> Game engines, yes, yes. Um, so Unreal Engine is used for many video games, right? Like Fortnite? Yes. That's yes. really cool. That's mm -hmm. really cool. Um, favorite app? Um, well... That's a very hard one. I'm not. I'm not sure if I have like a favorite app. I guess I would say my email app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say the same. I mean, I'm discovering how cool Discord is. I quite yep. like that one. Uh -huh. I'm just going through my phone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I quite like Discord for now. That's yep. that, that would be my answer. Discord, <laughs> Slack. Yeah, yeah. They, they can be very handy. Those are cool. Uh, what's on your playlist when you're coding or working on um, your projects? So it's mostly uh, hip hop, lo-fi. Uh, I don't know if you're, if you're about lo-fi. Yeah. These are these very, you know, chill very beats chill. that you play Relaxing. and you don't have to listen to anything. You just play in the background. I really find them very comforting and, and relaxing. It makes me a little more, or I feel like I'm more productive when I nice. listen to them. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, if you could uh, map any building or do any project that you haven't done yet, what would what would it be? <sighs> Is there anything that would that would challenge your software, like a really tall building, for example, or a really wide yeah. building? Well, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, there there's certain you know regulations like how high we could fly, you know, uh, with an FAS space authorization. It's typically four hundred feet. Mm -hmm. I would say instead of buildings, um, I would say or oh, a building. I would say a group of buildings, right? Oh, okay. So like historic buildings is something that I I think drones could really help preserve mm -hmm. right as this is also from just my law for architecture right? i've read books like um learning from las vegas right by uh dennis scott brown and 
you see some of the work that past people have done and the new generation of architects were able to learn from those sketches, right? Mm -hmm. We're able to learn from the drawings. We're able to learn from the models. We could use drones to scan historically and culturally significant buildings in very high fidelity and detail and have that for the next generations of architects, right? And heritage preservation experts, whoever is interested to use that medium like we did mm -hmm. um, from buildings from 30 years ago. So I would say any building that is historically and culturally significant is worth documenting uh, with and a tool like And perhaps connected to others. Absolutely. I see, yeah. I see. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. What's a skill you wish you could master overnight? I think just the ability to be more emotionally intelligent, mm. <laughs> like understand people better. Um, that's really important. Yeah, it's like true. it's it's something that's taken for granted. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it really helps you to know how to delegate tasks, right? How to work with people, knowing how people work mm -hmm. and and getting stuff done. So I think that's, you know, if I could be the super superman who could just really understand a person's attitude or yes. how they behave and then be able to engage that person, I think it could be a very powerful quality that I could have. Hundred percent. Yeah, I think I would build on that, and I would I would choose communication. Mm -hmm. So just like what you said, I mean, communication is probably the most important thing to have with other people, um, and time management. I still mm -hmm. feel like I you know procrastinate sometimes. <laughs> no matter what I do, like I try, it's hard to discipline yourself sometimes. You know. Yeah. Um, last question: If you could be a drone, where would you where where would you fly in the whole world? Probably gonna be biased with this one, but I would I would map the entire African continent. Nice. Yeah, that would be so cool. Yeah, in high detail. Yes. Imagine the entire all of Africa in a video game. That that would be insane. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So just uh, wrapping up here, um, and this is up to your discretion, obviously. But yep. what's next for your startup? Anything upcoming features or developments that you want to share with the audience? Yes, so we're building a geospatial marketplace platform that lets drone pilots to sell their data and have clients to request that data. That will be released towards the end of the year, around December. Um, but also there are other things coming up. Um, we're hosting a drone mapping and 3D modeling workshop in October. Um, just trying to teach other drone pilots or whoever is interested in understanding it's a two-day workshop that involves going out and also being in a room with computers. So capturing data, setting ground control points, everything that goes into drone mapping, mm -hmm. and then creating those deliverables that people need. So we're hosting that in October 13th and 14th. Awesome. That's um, one of the things um, that we're doing for, I guess, the next couple of months. And so just watch out for the software and feel free mm -hmm. to come out to our Tech Alley meetups or our next drone mapping workshop, so. That's awesome. Hopefully yeah. in the future, I'll get the opportunity to just like, I don't know, use it. So I actually, have, so one question I would have is, as a consumer, as your client, how do I access this? Is it on my computer? Is it on the app? Or how does it work? So how do you access data? 
Yes. Right. So you would have to go to area.io. Uh-huh. Um, there is an ability for you to actually request any kind of drone data that you need, whether it's area imagery, 3D models, point cloud, thermal maps. You can do that by, by request and you normally get a follow-up to you know re- have more information about mm-hmm. what you specifically and that's provided. For the software, same thing, area.io slash Sega. Uh, you're able to either download our free Sega Lite software that you could quickly use to visualize a piece of drone data if you have it already. Mm-hmm. Or you can request um, a custom application. If you're an architect or an engineer that's already working with CAD models and BIM models, and you wanted to combine that with drone data uh, in, and make a, this immersive experience, whether for a presentation or to share with your clients, you can also contact us through our website and we can make a build for you for that. That's awesome. I can't wait to m- maybe see all of the strip one day on in a video game and like see all the mapping and all the and all the the thermal mapping and all that. I think it's such a cool project. So congratulations. Thank you. It's, it's it's an awesome startup you got going on. Um and thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you and thanks for having me. Absolutely. And you can check out uh, Victory's uh, startup uh, a little bit more at aeroai.io. That's a e r o a i.io. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for listening to The Pivot Point. You can follow us at Pivot Point UNLV on Twitter, all one word, and hope you enjoyed the show.